You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Boardwalk Empire After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Boardwalk Empire After Show. Hello everyone, and welcome to AfterBuzz TV, Boardwalk Empire Edition, Season 4, four Episode 10, mm-hmm. entitled White Horse Pike. I'm your host, Kevin Undergaro, and we are at full power, we're fully staffed, mm-hmm. thank goodness, because this is one tough show to host. Who's sitting next to me? Uh, I'm Sarah Stratton, if that's who you're talking about. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and who's at the other side of the table? Oh, that'd be Ebony K. Williams. Hi, guys. Hey. And Bethany Jaber. Holla. What's up? Okay. I'm so excited to have everyone yeah, here this is today, nice. guys. And everybody listening deserves all of this, so we're good. And do you think that we can have this for the next two? Yes, I'm committed to Please. the rest of the season. Everyone else? No? Yes? Okay, I On don't know. Fence? This is the problem. <laughs> If anything does happen to Chalky next episode, I, d- I don't think I can make the finale. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. We're going to have I some can, strong opinions. I, yeah. As long as it doesn't mess with Thanksgiving travel, then I'm good. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because Turkey Day. It's nice to get home a couple days early, right? Mm-hmm. No? I'm staying in town. I don't even know I'm when Thanksgiving here. is because it... Oh, yeah. You're, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mm-hmm. like to get there early. You, are you guys going home? I'm not going. I don't go. I haven't gone home since I was an undergrad. I think toughest, biggest travel day of the year, right? Yeah. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's why I like to leave a few days early. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Understood. Let's let's start out with Chicago. Okay. Yeah. And we see um, Al Capone. Uh, you know, all, all along, Torrio, he's been okay with Al. Well, he hasn't Al's been okay. Gr- he just hasn't really been there, I feel like. Like, he's been I'm, kind of... Okay, but he hasn't been as resistant as we saw tonight. He's mm-hmm. just like, you're pushing too far, kid. That's mm-hmm. what I saw tonight that I haven't seen. I've seen him say, sure. hey, we got to slow down. We got to back off a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's really upset about uh, the way Al's taking over. Yeah, Capone's way too big for his britches and uh, Torio... Not ever directly saying it. In fact, he almost goes in the opposite direction. Oh, I like that you're thinking ahead. But we all can see through that. And it's kind of, can Capone just not feel it? I think it's because he's high. I think the coke, he's just all or whatever. He's snorting. It's just messing with him. I love that the mannerism of that is really affecting him Mm -hmm. constantly. Like anytime he's stressed or going out, you still get the sniffs and the... The sniffs and the... Even if there's no actual drugs in the scene. Yeah, so you're constantly visually reminded. It's now just a thing that he's like... Anytime I feel this change or the stress, I'm going to inhale. I love that. It's like an actor moment for him. Yeah. I just think it's affecting him because I think old Capone, Capone two seasons ago, would have been sensitive to those changes and kind of reading those nuanced undertones from Torrio. His senses are just have left him. You know, it's funny. We know what I've known of Capone is that he he drank a lot and that he had sex with everybody. And he, (laughs) you know, he eventually... um, gets uh syphilis and that you know scrambles his brain and mm. you know he, he dies uh, you know in the, i think it was in the 40s and he's you know 
He's a shell of himself. Mm. But I didn't know so much about the drugs. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm going to trust that this is more honest. This this uh, portrayal of him mm-hmm. and. I'm going to do a little bit more research, research. on yeah, this. And I and and does he ever pull out of this tailspin or does he just get more power, more women, more booze, more drugs and then, you know, more eventually enemies. more oh, enemies yeah. and and you know, in the in his rise to power and then, you know, it just it all implodes together. I you know, but uh it's interesting because I again, I didn't I know I was not taught that he was so deeply into drugs that like we're seeing now. Yeah. I mean, I do like the fact I really like the direction they're taking with how Van Alden Jordan Mueller has really come into this new circle. I mean, we talked about it kind of while we were watching the episode. For instance, they were sitting at the table and it's the mm-hmm. three of them and you get the camera. Yeah, it's great. And through the room and mm-hmm. how they're kind of intertwining him and how he's had are you talking about that shot at the table? It was yes. a round yeah. table, and the and yeah. it rotated yeah. around. Yeah, it was amazing. Bringing that up, and then also talking about how Van Alden, as a character of Van Alden Mueller, always has these circles, these things that happen over and over again, slightly different ways. So in this episode, we got to see him save, save. Yeah. Um, Al, and we've seen him say originally had saved Al's brother. And that's how it got, it got him further invested in their gang. And now he saved Al, so you think he's going to get even further. But just seeing then the opposite sides also, because we know that with his brother, that ended up being his fault. And that ended up being the one who realized and turned on him and could understand him more. So I'm wondering and fearing for Van Alden now. In if he's going to regret having mm-hmm. saved him originally. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to mm-hmm. come. I think it, anytime he saves them, it comes back to haunt him a little bit. It's it's actually the history on it is because um, I was googling a little bit earlier is accurate. Uh, the mm-hmm. bodyguard does save him in that moment, um, but what happened was I guess from from reading is that it, the hotel got shot up, but nothing they they noticed that like nothing had broken, um, and so they thought that was weird. And so Compone runs out and is to to see who who did it. At which point that they realize that that was a decoy and the bodyguard rescues him and and saves him but the but uh, like so so that is actually i mean they don't know if it's tying in the Mm -hmm. fictional characters with historical Mm -hmm. moments yeah um i'll get more of that um mike august pointed out another one of those later so but we'll save all of mike august's wonderful catches for a little bit later but we know van alden is now totally in Further endeared himself to he's Capone. got the credibility now, and yeah. we know Capone. Listen, this isn't a spoiler. You you have to be mm-hmm. living on Mars to not know that Capone becomes the biggest crime figure in the United States and mm-hmm. becomes the Caesar of the crime world. Um, and the fact that Van Alden, you know, it seems like he's going to be as his heavy as right hand man, yeah. which means he's going to be in an interesting position at some point. So you're right. It is going to lead to more more violence, yeah. more death, mm-hmm. but necessary for for to get Van Alden even in a, to get that close. I think because it's like Capone's almost been side eyeing him since he arrived. Who are you really? He's learning more about him, and now this is you know like you guys are saying, second time he saved somebody close to well now Capone himself. Right. He's credible now. He's credible now. So it's going to be it, how he's going to his life is going to change now. 
and how that uh, his little fixer upper house or his little new yeah. house is going to expand. Oh, yeah. Sears we, is going to be all in it now. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> um, it's it's funny because you we're led to believe Toria was behind it, especially the way it ends. Hey, good thing Toria mm-hmm. wasn't Left here when he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think it makes us believe that Torio was behind this shooting. But I think it was O'Bannon. What do you guys think? I thought it was O'Bannon at first when we were watching it. That was my first prediction. But then the line threw me. So now I'm like, oh, maybe it is uh, Torio. He was really pissed, guys. I mean, like, <laughs> he wasn't feeling it. I think he, like, he said it. Like, oh, how generous of you to, you know, not cut me out of my own operation. I think it just kind of personally offended him, too. And I think when you bite the hand that feeds you for so long, mm-hmm. it's no wrath. No wrath like that. Bethany, why are you looking like that? You, what? Don't, you don't think it's... I, I don't want to throw any spoiler alert, so I'm just trying to be uh, quiet. I'm on her uh, page. That's, okay. you know okay. what I mean? I'm because, like, if back. we... If, Fair yeah. enough. So I'm just... Um, mum's the word here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say from the episode, they really... Even before the line, I was... I felt like I was like, they're pointing it at Torio. Mm-hmm. They are. They put him right before he walked out, and he wasn't even concerned. He nope. was more of like... I'll listen to this this gag, the charade, or whatever tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so they they point the finger at him. Mm. I, but but he didn't do. I always call it like a wink to the camera. Mm-hmm. Torio yeah. didn't do anything for us to indicate. Mm-hmm. He was very leisure, like yeah, you guys drink and have fun. It wasn't like mm-hmm. you kids have fun and I'll right. just leave. Then like deviously looking at the camera. I call you know, he, there was no signal. That's true, but you've mentioned it before that they don't do that in this show. You they have like, a skill for Okay, when yeah, but when haven't they? We've I've always Knox. I that Knox didn't wink to the camera. Knox but then with, eventually was it, well, it was Knox with Eddie, correct? That was the main conversation I'm thinking of. Oh he, yeah, I felt like that was Eddie's goodbye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then he did, I feel like later. Night we got the we get it from him. I mean I think that with Knox and his winking and his, like, whether he gives away which side he's actually on. We've seen him so much this season in these situations where he's either interrogating someone or lying to someone. He's a whole other... Well, believe me, there's a lot of Knox in this subject. Yes. Mm-hmm. And but, he's an example. But he's an example how they very... All the time, they don't give you that wink. They don't give you that hint that this is a joke or this is a lie. They just let it play out and let you p- believe what you want to believe. Okay, so... Mm-hmm. That's so. I don't know. We'll find. I guess we'll find out. You guys now have my curiosity, but it's because mm-hmm. you don't care about the spoiler because That's we good. know the fans well, don't like that. Yeah, and and the great thing about this show is the dance between the fiction and the nonfiction. Yeah. They're always going back and forth and misleading us in different ways. So we really don't know. I still think they stick to historically. They don't mess around. Yeah, they stay. The, they. It's just how they take us there yeah. is where they play. And uh, by the way, and I how love they bring that. in the fictitious, the fictitious characters, characters yeah, yes, right. into the real stories. And I want to keep going this way. So let's talk about Rothstein and Margaret. I thought Margaret looked beautiful. It was nice to see her back. I am a Margaret <laughs> fan. Oh, and uh, <laughs> she's just an actress. I like her. But but it's interesting that Rothstein, you know, of course, ever the opportunist. You What's know, his name in this one? Do Redwood or something. Redland? Redland, I think or they call something. it. Redland, I think yeah. there's something. Or like Redstone. Redstone. Or Redstone. Oh, Redstone. Redstone. Oh, okay. Um, Landstone. Bloody Stone. Yeah. Who knows? You know, you wonder if it's an inside right. jab at Sumner yeah. Redstone, mm-hmm. who's almost 90. You know, it's just interesting. I don't know if yeah. they're having fun. I, I don't know. Um, it's, uh... But anyway, for those of you who don't know, it's Sumner Redstone. I don't know. He probably owns maybe 30, 40% of 
our industry, the show business. Mm. He owns Viacom. Yeah. Mm. And uh, Paramount. Yeah. GM. So I don't know. Right? You, n- you never GM. know if it's a, if it's a little slight there, mm. but. They always say that stocks, the stock market is, in fact, just legal gambling. You hear that from everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it makes sense that Rothstein would be, you know, so dialed in. To be clear, though, like, I think I, I hear that argument of the stock market itself being illegal, but insider trading specifically, <laughs> a little more illegal than right. the rest. Well, well, no, yeah, but, but, <laughs> no, wait a second. Yeah. No, but that's not, insider trading isn't, is more illegal, but it's not necessarily more gambling. I think right. it's like comparing. Right. A card game to a crooked card game. Right. So Agreed. this is Agreed. what this I think is. Agreed. And um and of course you know if he's if he's gonna find if anyone's gonna find an angle. It's, it's him. It's Rothstein. Yeah. Um I'm surprised she didn't ask for more in her deal. No, because then it becomes greedy and it becomes about her. She's gotta keep it that's Margaret from season one, her moral compass has to guide her um, you know, impure action. And so, at the end of the day, what she asked for is exclusively for the children, and she keeps it about them, so she and she can sleep at night. He even like mentions how his like arrangement with dealing with women for the first mm-hmm. time. I thought that was really great, and Hilarious. it dealt with the fact mm-hmm. that she did bring to the table a very acceptable, I guess, offer or exchange or proposition. Mm-hmm. It he didn't have to deal with wagering back and forth. He or didn't ego really or, yeah. or right. really a threat of he violence. Of like all of these yeah, things were eliminated. <laughs> the fact that she went, This yeah. is what I want or mm-hmm. more of this is what I need. Yeah. And she all all over a wholesome glass of milk. I mean right. it's a <laughs> scrumptious looking cake, might I add. Quite. AR was just killing that treat, cake. Right? Quite the treat. Quite the treat. Yeah. Can I just say, and I said this when we were watching this, he's like the most unsexy, unappealing man of the entire show. You know I love it's about all it? the milk, making him milky white. Maybe. <laughs> you know what I love about him is I feel like that guy is probably married and just solid with yeah, his wife and he's, and he's not way, into but, just, and I think that's Cool. But I, think, I think that's but good that's why too, those guys are so focused and so good. I bet if you met him in person, he would be super sexy. I don't. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. But in, in that role, and I think yeah. it's by design to Kevin's mm-hmm. point that mm-hmm. he's supposed to be almost asexual in that way. Yeah. Um. And so he plays it. He plays it well. And that's why he's so successful. Yeah. As we see. But that's you guys. It's that's why I could never do this show alone. Mm-hmm. It, it. That's a great point about doing business with a woman. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, a man with his, you know, whatever, his package size. And an ego, and his yeah. ego, yes, and ego. his testosterone yeah. and all that stuff. And yeah. you're right. It's just she about. She has a clear objective. It's based in something other than herself. Yeah. She can feel good about it. He gets it done. Well, that's yeah. like if mm-hmm. like the saying that, I don't know what the saying is exactly, but if like men could have babies, there wouldn't be war. Mm. You know, I mean, she's out to like protect her children and do that. Mm. And he's, it's, it's it, her, her objectives are very clear and simple. Yeah. And it's classic Margaret. We know that from the series. She will do anything for those kids. Um, so, you know, she's being true to that. But so we know what Margaret's like, but we also know what AR's like. And I think that this arrangement isn't going to just stick between him and Margaret. I think it is mm-hmm. going to bring up with Nucky because. This is the this is what we've seen. Well, men do want more. Men want to use these arrangements as tools. And when he's in such a sticky situation mm-hmm. and has odd all these problems and is going to Nucky to have people killed for it's money, a it's going to be yeah. pretty easy to be like, 
Oh, well, by the way, I'm so taking broke. care of your like wife. That's the brokest move. But he's like, but but he's, he's going to have the car the that realty, he's taking care of his wife. But like, isn't the is realty it. group tied to Tampa? Didn't we see? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. We of course, it's going to cross wires. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah at right, some point. Okay. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see. But then, in this situation, Ar has a, I guess, leg up on Nucky. Absolutely. He's taking care of something that Nucky loves or wanted to take care of and couldn't. I think that. I don't know. AR definitely takes care of AR. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if he could give somebody a break, it'd be Nucky because Nucky's kind of given him a break. Yeah. But it'd be interesting to see if Margaret doesn't, you know, get a little deeper in, make mm-hmm. maybe make a little more money. You know, now it's like the kids get to live in a better place, but we do need groceries. We yeah. do need, and who knows if this, this boss she works for it seems like a real D-bag. Mm-hmm. He's horrible. And so who knows if she's even going to be able to keep this job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I noticed something about Margaret too. This episode, guys, uh, that mo- a moment of pride when she spoke about um, the reason she's accepting these things from AR but won't accept from Nike. She said, "I earned it," mm-hmm. and and it, it brought me back to Margaret of season one and two, where she does. She never looked at herself as some sleazy whore. She felt like she was doing what was necessary right. for her family, and it's a point of pride for her. So. That, you know, I like I'm on the fifth. It made me like her again, Kevin. That's Just like for a minute. Her. That's why I, I like <laughs> her. For a minute. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> but I, 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 but I, but I like her. But I like her, like her journey from <laughs> Irish immigrant worker, right. you know, to, you know, working at the dress shop all the way up to what. She's ambitious. She's ambitious. And smart, though, and, yeah. you know, and loyal. And, you know, it's just too bad it didn't work out with those two. Yeah. I always liked them together. I did too. For, mm-hmm. What do you think, Bethany? Do you like I them together? I, I mean, I just, you know, I think Margaret's flaw is that it's, she always just wants a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It just creeps yeah. yep. in there because yeah, every character has a flaw and I think that's hers. And mm-hmm. so it's just, you know, she'll get the apartment and then, and then let's see what's next on the agenda. Yeah. And then the other they want, She'll want private okay. school and all that stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it goes. <laughs> let's talk about Knox and Eli in their yeah. first meeting. We see, Eli, um, unkempt, mm-hmm. um, disheveled, uh, slouching, weak, sweating. So that's right, Ugh. slouching in the booth as Knox is spelling, you know, at grilling him for more information. Was it's, he drunk? I don't think he was. Well, I don't know. I he, I mean, he was just so disheveled and mm-hmm. falling apart at in and and the sweat. I was like, "Are you are you wasted right now? What is what is mm-hmm. happening?" But maybe not. Maybe he's he's giving off that appearance. I don't. I, I, don't I just know. think he is. Uh, he's rattled. Yeah, yeah. that's it. It's, yeah. I mean, it's his son. And keep going. Keep going. I think it's his son, and I think also the more we're going to get to know Knox, the more he's going to see. You know what? I do resent my brother. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. for all these reasons, but this guy is way worse than my brother. Yeah. And so I think that's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. he, we, at the beginning he's torn up, mm-hmm. and then as we'll talk about as it proceeds. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, that's, gonna say that's such a contributing factor. It's that he's not really getting anything he wants in either situation, because mm. he's just dealing with these people that he doesn't like and that he's frustrated with, and he's, it's, it's a battle of who he hates more. Yeah. Or, and by the end of the episode, we see him slightly, I think, come to terms, starting to come to terms with Willie's destiny. We'll get destiny. there. We'll get we'll there. Get there. Yeah. Because yeah. I want, I, I, you guys have to tell me what that was. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know. Um, so we see what's going on in Tampa. Mm-hmm. It's oranges and booze and, of course, heroin. Yes. Um, 
Sally's watching in. She's she's you know we see how strong she is with the men. Mm-hmm. Like she's manhandling mm-hmm. them pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know, keeping the trains running on time. Mm-hmm. And she notices uh, Meyer and Lucky, um, and you know the other one. Yeah, what's this, his name? Uh, uh, Pet- Masseria's cousin yeah. Petrucelli. Yeah. And um, they're they're packing their heroin. She calls Nucky. Nucky's like, I owe you one. Um, and careful language, by the way, but by Nucky, I was surprised to hear him say that because we know how much he resented feeling like he owed Chalky White yes. in the episodes before. Yes. Just stood out to me. You're right. He doesn't like being in that position. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He'll, he'll rectify that quickly. Uh, and so this brings us to Nucky ordering Eli to, hey, get Knox, which we all cringe like, no, <laughs> get Knox and his boys and intercept the shipment. And, of course, we see what Knox does. <laughs> he just blows someone's head off. I mean, it's just interesting, the time period, because Knox is already taking the law into his own hands. He's doing what he wants. He's just, I mean, he's shooting people in cold blood. It's like you would think he's losing some ground or credibility down for the future. I mean, the fact that mm-hmm. – think of the counterclaim that a Nucky would have mm-hmm. or somebody. The fact that he, you know, he's, he shot somebody in cold blood, Right. Well, I think for me, it's just resign. It's just showing that everyone's a criminal, and I felt like he got that in a lot of the episode. Um, also, with Margaret and talking about how everyone she kind of comes into contact with, whether it's her boss or AR or mm-hmm. her or Nucky, who's still her husband, everyone's doing these illegal affairs, and we've slowly seen Knox go from this psycho, but. I guess, ideal person to becoming the criminals he's searching for. And I think so, I know why. Here's the thing. What you just said, Kevin, makes complete sense in a rational person's mind. Here's what I know from my experience of working with law enforcement and criminals. Credibility works both ways. And the law enforcement sometimes actually feel like they need to earn credibility in the world of the criminals in a weird way so that they feel like they're on equal footing. Mm-hmm. I think it's some weird messed up logic Knox feels like by coming off shooting people in the head being a cold-blooded murderer like I'm I'm in as deep as you're in I you're gonna play on my terms it's a weird stupid mentality but I've seen it and it still goes on and and maybe not in in this direct of a way sometimes yes but they they need to feel like the underworld respects their ability to go there as well did you feel that in this by shooting the guy, mm-hmm. did he gain respect or did he gain fear? Because for me, it was that he went so far that Maya Lansky was like, whoa, this person's crazy. We'll do whatever you want. Take as much time. It didn't come from respect. It came from fear. But maybe it's this, it works. It Maybe it, it feels the same. It's the same tool. Yeah. In, in the sense of you might be crazy as hell and maybe I don't respect you in the traditional sense, but I'm not going to F with you is mm-hmm. is the, oh, the takeaway. Right. Mm-hmm. And so in seeing him... Um, as soon as I saw him in Eli's house later in the episode posing as an mm-hmm. insurance man and, of course, all of his subtext about insurance and life pol- uh, you know, mm-hmm. life insurance and policies and planning ahead and, and you never know what could happen. He's clearly just, just Take threatening him. Take away in an him. instant. Yeah. Totally was, threatening him. And for me, this is the moment I said that um, now he is going to become a bigger enemy to mm-hmm. Eli mm-hmm. than to Nucky. And I said, this guy, he's going to go. He's going to go at some point. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he, I feel like Hoover um, is is arrogant and, you know, we know in history, notorious, not pulling out a gun and just blowing someone's head off mm-hmm. in the street. 
and um, not conversely trying to be friends, which I really feel like weirdly he is trying to be Eli's friend like we've seen that other side of him yeah he wants to be validated that's the term I'm looking for guys Knox wants to be validated by this underworld that's why he blows people's head off in the middle Mm -hmm. of the street that's why he goes to Eli's house like a crazy person and threatens him at his own damn dinner table but But then but then in the car he wants to be his friend a little bit you know but we've seen that side of him where he's like he'll say I think you know I I know we can't be friends Mm -hmm. but or you know, or or because he really thinks he's earned groundwork with him by the mm-hmm. stuff he's done. That's wow. what the the twisted mm-hmm. psyche is. And but we're gonna see his downfall is because he's getting more and more obvious with mm-hmm. his frustration mm-hmm. and how obvious it is. For instance, at that table, we could see straight through everything he was saying, and not just as the audience, but because mm-hmm. it was obvious in the way he was mm-hmm. delivering it. It was obvious that it wasn't from a nice place. And then when we later see him, you can see his emotional reaction to what. Um, Hoover. Hoover's doing. Like he's becoming, his emotions are being more apparent, which is going to be his undoing. Yes. Say something, Bethany, and then I have a question. No, I I think that, that, uh, but but I like that. The Mm -hmm. the rules and and the ethics of of the underworld versus, Mm -hmm. um, uh, I guess, the, the, the police, the, yeah, yeah the, the enforcers. But mm-hmm. I guess, but we do that when we go to other people's houses. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we're like, hey, what are your rules? Oh, I should take off my shoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you're an Italian family. I'm going to eat everything on my plate. Like mm-hmm. we, we abide and, and try to respect the rules sure. of whosoever's house we're in because we, we just, on some fundamental level, want to be accepted. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, uh, I agree with that. All right, Ebony. You're, you're our chief historian. So talking about <laughs> Hoover, Hoover's attention yeah. now yeah. has turned yes. away from organized crime, yes. which is going to give us a little reprieve, I think. It's going to give us a, maybe a little bit of breathing space. Yeah. And when I say us, the royal us of, of all the criminals I love on the show. <laughs> um, right. But now his attention is on the Marcus 3, Garvey. The Negroes who have ideas in their head. And which they're is, more, I think his quote in the thing, that's even... Was it? Um, that's a threat worth yes. worrying about. Yes, mm-hmm. and and now what I know of Hoover, mm-hmm. he was obsessed with Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He thought they were. It was this was bringing down the, our country. He yeah, was, yeah, he was, just very concerned with this underlying. So, and mind threat. you, not no, no, mind ahead. you, that's forty years later. Mm-hmm. So now imagine what this kid is like. At this age, mm-hmm. because the, the the thinking behind Marcus Garvey, um, for those that don't know, um, basically founder of the Back to Libya movement, which mm-hmm. is where the term Libyans comes from that we hear Narcisse talking about all the time. Um, basically, a separatist movement that says we as blacks in America were brought here for one purpose, servitude. We reject that purpose. So we'll take our we'll go elsewhere. We'll go back to our motherland. Feds terrified of that thinking because. We're a huge part of the American economy at that point. We are the service industry by and large at that time in America, um, more or less. And so, yeah, this is scary to the feds. That's why Hoover is obsessed with it. And his obsession doesn't end. Kevin, you're right. It goes to Martin Luther King. It goes to Malcolm X. It goes all the way to the 70s with, with yep. the Black Panthers. Yes. You know, so he stays obsessed with black intellectualism and black thought and black movement. Right. Very, very Do you scary. think that part of the mention of it today was because earlier you mentioned how there had been flack mm-hmm. um, over Narcisse being too compared to Garvey and them not giving him recognition? Oh, oh, the way we were exposed to Garvey mm-hmm. specifically tonight? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. But oh, I, guess I think there's a tie yeah. to... Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, a tie yeah. To, and I'm glad they did. Yeah, I'm glad that they spelled out the name because a lot of people don't know. Like, who, what? 
I'm glad, you know, because there's a lot of breath in that, and it's really. Mm-hmm. Important. I mean, I, again, yeah. this is stuff I'm learning, I, yeah. and I was a history major, in yeah. American history of all things, yeah. and this is uh, but this is in the history I, they teach. I, just, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I find right? it it's so, not the history they teach. Yeah, no, but I, I find it so. Uh, an ironic that the conservative forces were were terrified of of the workforce leaving mm-hmm. and moving back to Libya, whereas the conservative forces nowadays are mm-hmm. are, are trying to build walls. Ah, oh, <laughs> well, but you know why? You know why, Bethany? Just, I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. Now, to go a little, the the difference is the Latino community has been much. I would say more successful in segueing out of their exclusive servitude and take advantage of educational opportunities and entrepreneurship opportunities in a way that we as black Americans did not for a long time. Mm -hmm. We were willing to stay put much longer. And I I even feel with that culture that Mm -hmm. they're still not as, Mm -hmm. I don't I feel like they haven't been able to do as much as Mm -hmm. say the uh, the Europeans. Oh yeah. 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 There's there's still, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, Uh, I want to say directorial wise, uh, great transition from the headlight in Chalky's car oh, to yeah. the projector yeah, that's that showing cool. um, mm-hmm. uh, Marcus Garvey and Patterson. Mm-hmm. Just very, just cool. Just yeah. again, the show just fires on all cylinders. Yeah. Um, Beautifully uh, shot episode. We finally get to see. It's interesting. Chalky organizing his boys, and I'm like, this is a recipe for disaster. I'm like, these guys are not ready to mm-hmm. get into this war. Um, and there's Richard, kitchen help. Mm-hmm. And um, they're kind of saying, you know, God, what's this guy doing? Mm-hmm. You know, taking jobs away from us. And, mm-hmm. and Chalky, of course, defends him, which mm-hmm. is why we love Chalky. I want to know how much of Chalky defending him? Is he defending him because he feels bad for him? Is he defending him because he knows he's from Nucky? Or is, does he remember, recall from last season how Richard basically saved everybody? You know, can I check all of the above? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, but I think he, he, he also probably identifies with his wounds, his exterior wounds in, in Mm -hmm. some sense that, that, that visual half face. And is like, he, I think he, he, I mean, Chalky is a man of the community and he, Mm -hmm. he protects things that are weaker than him. So I think there's a, a lot in that. I love him so much. Yeah, we all I also do. think um, the show is making a statement um, this entire season about exclusion versus inclusion. And yeah. we talk, we see it with Masarea and, and the fact that for a long time he's got this exclusive consulate, but now we see him kind of being... He and Narcisse, you know, we'll get into and that. And Narcisse, and, and Chalky's statement about um, Richard is I believe because they, they kind of made it kind of racial at first like you know here's this half-faced white man taking jobs away from us and Chalky's the one to say well I believe any man worth working is worth employing or whatever mm-hmm. it, Chalky's the representation of inc- inclusiveness yes. and right. that's going to prevail that's the way the show is set up mm-hmm. so. I love that I mean but it's interesting because while he is always been a member of the community mm-hmm. then we see their different meetings we see chalky meeting in the alley where they take out the trash mm-hmm. and we see narcisse right. in his meeting where he's in refined doors and then this leads to who is put in the better light not mm-hmm. from our perspective but from the perspective of the public and that's why narcisse has mayor bader on his side yeah it's because after the shooting after the shooting and mm-hmm. kind of right now well chalky's Chalky's meeting in the alley. Right. He's secretive. Mm. He's being stripped down. Yeah, we see him like stripped thug, down the through the thug. episode. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I don't want to reveal too much of my caucus sketches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stop. <laughs> but we, but we see that the shooting goes down. Yep. 
you know, uh, Narcisse crawls away. I feel like some of Narcisse's guys would they more uh, white collar criminals or or just uh, high standing members of the community, or were they were they also gang members? Um, Narcisse's crowd. Yes, mm-hmm. that night. I would say they're what Narcisse's crowd is. It's they're all technically part of the same community, but they're searching. It was his. Um, his establishment, they... But it's not... Are, the, is it like the Rotary Club? Is what I'm trying to get to <coughs> say. It's not like attacking Capone's gang, which is all thugs who will pull guns back right. if you don't pull them off fast enough. It, right. I felt like it was more attacking, like, his students than... Okay, that's what I want to know. So... See, I couldn't, I couldn't tell visually. Yeah. He, uh, he survives it, and he gets a shot off on Chalky. Mm-hmm. Um, this leads to... A couple of interesting scenes. One between Narcissa and Nucky, mm-hmm. and one between Nucky and um, Chalky. Chalky. Yeah. So very different. Which one do you want to talk about first? Probably Narcissa should... and Nucky. Let's do that one first. So Narcissa and Nucky. It's. Uh, I was just grateful to finally have someone stand up to this guy. Yeah. Who's mm-hmm. rolling over everybody? I was so happy to finally see him rattled a bit. I mean, it was the first time that Narcisse had, had elevated his vo- voice past a whisper. Oh, with with yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, wow. it was like, oh, finally, you're scared. Thank mm-hmm. you, God. Well, it was the first time, also, <gasps> Bethany, we saw Narcisse with actual blood on his hand. Yeah. He's been able this whole mm-hmm. season to be this psycho killer we know, but always visually appearing above it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not above it. You're there's blood on your hands too, sir, mm-hmm. in a real way. You're right. That scene really showed it. Yeah, it was just—it was so nice to have him, him just out of his element, a little out of control, mm-hmm. a little messed up, and 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 that allowed for Nucky to kind of give it to him. <laughs> and it allowed them to also—I like how they brought back this whole message of being a friend and being a yeah. partner in this episode, which was also included in pretty much the introduction of Narcisse earlier in the season, mm-hmm. and figuring out what Nucky wants and what the difference is between work relationships and friendship relationships and um but just that use of the word friend over and over again as both an insult and mm-hmm. a comfort mm-hmm. and it's used in their scene together and then it's also mm-hmm. in the tr- introduction of reading daughter Maitland into the room mm-hmm. in the introduction of Nucky and Chalky's conversation and finally in the end scene where we have Narcisse and Nucky and everyone else mm-hmm. joining. They reuse it, they reuse it, they reuse it. And I love that. I also love how mm-hmm. Nucky never admits really to his friendships with almost anybody and certainly not with Chalky. He Mm-mm. just keeps saying it's business, it's business. And, you know, Narcisse finishes the conversation saying, and in the end he's going to find out what kind of friend he has because he's, Nucky has him believing that, hey, what, what Chalky does is that's his business, mm-hmm. not mine. You know, he's not saying, listen, you mm-hmm. go near Chalky, you get a problem with Chalky, you get a problem with me. Right. He's not saying that. And he's saying, this is my club. Um, and I love that about Nucky. And just when I think, because you never know with Nucky, is he, <laughs> is he just, just going to be in this play and make some money or is he going to do mm-hmm. what's right? Um, and I guess we'll get to that. But, you know, the flip is the meeting between Nucky and Chalky. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. Nucky, Nucky's seat was a little higher, mm-hmm. so um, you know, he's still in the power position with them. Yeah, but uh, you see the way Chalky 
I don't know, it just seemed like he was relieved slash he warmed up when, you know, something in their exchange made, you know, reminded him that um, Nucky's still on this side. Mm-hmm. I was also just found it interesting that when Nucky requests that daughter Maitland leave, mm-hmm. yes. that Chalky let her. I was almost respect- expecting like a retort, like, no, she's going to stay because he's kind of mm. put her above everyone else recently so that he mm. was still willing to just meet with Nucky alone. Mm. I found that there was a lot of, there was still trust there. There was still a relationship there. It was still holding him together. Um, who knows what's going to happen now that now daughter Maitland and Chalky have kind of been pushed on their own mm. on this alone. I was road. grateful. Like, get her mm. out of the room. Yeah, I, I wasn't that surprised. Happen. Yeah, I was like, girl, bye. Because have a seat, you know, go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, well, you know what? Maybe it was, he, it was one of those things where he's like, hey, I know she's good with me, but mm-hmm. you know what? I get it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Nucky, like, you don't know her. Yeah. And you, you haven't vetted her. And for your business, mm-hmm. she may not fit in. And. Mm-hmm. And Chalky called him to the carpet again on that, like, are you focused thing? Like, you know, what are you doing again? And, That's right. And and then Chalky was able to answer, she's the one that put the knife in Parnsley's uh, back, and then Chalky maybe kind of was like... No, he did. No, he, yeah. you know, and again, great, great direction, mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. choice by uh, Buscemi. In his face, it was like, okay, I get that. Yep, yep. Fine, like, fine. I get that. Okay. Which I thought was great. I thought he was going to roll his eyes or just something. He's like, okay, no, I get that. Yeah. She, she killed a man for you. Mm-hmm. She, she's she's under keep. Um, well, this brings us to Nucky meeting with Masseria, who comes in all cocky, uh, about the heroin deal, and he introduces the third partner, which is Narcisse. And Nucky's sitting down, the camera's on a high angle. I mean, it was clearly he was the weak one here. Mm-hmm. And this, I did <laughs> not like this scene. I mean, I think we all were like, he was like, who's my, um, who's my partner? Mm-hmm. And all of us who were sitting there were like, Oh, don't be Narcisse. Don't walk in. Of course it is. I was just cringing. I I was very unhappy with this. Who were you expecting? I'm just curious. I mean, I think we were expecting Narcisse. It was just like, I'm just hoping it's someone we don't know. Someone very random. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it would be lucky. I don't know yeah. why. I was I was shooting low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was That's like, funny, yeah, no big blood. It's interesting though, you know, with it's funny because you know I'm looking at our so many subjects to go over, but briefly, Lucky and and Meyer, uh, Meyer who were like BFFs who broke oh, up, yeah. mm-hmm. they're clearly working together again. Well, Meyer was coerced. He he was telling the truth about that part. He was right. coerced back into it. He really did want to just do liquor and. That wasn't an option for no, him. Well, I think he said yeah. that, and then I think Nucky said, okay, I'm going to blow your head off if yeah, you don't tell, tell me the, the truth. truth. And then the truth yeah. was, okay, no, there's millions and, and, more millions, and millions and yeah. millions and millions in heroin. And yeah. he did wonderful this episode. He, yeah, Meyer great. Lance, he has grown so much on me this season. Yeah. Um, I want him, I wanted him to have more at this conversation at the table, and I mm-hmm. want him to, why are you smirking at me, Bethany? No, I'm smiling. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm agreeing. That's my, it's like, my silent was, agreement. It was like, it felt like a, I know something. No. <laughs> but it's true. It's he's he's grown so much as a character and as actor that I want him to be involved as much as possible, even mm-hmm. if he is messing up and dealing with heroin and mm-hmm. getting himself into trouble. Um, I'm glad he survived that situation and is yeah. sitting at the table with the, the big boys. I, I know again. I can't, I can't get in trouble with so. spoiler with Meyer Lance. He's a famous figure in history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he's yeah. not quite Capone, but he's the next tier. 
and uh and he's around till the 70s oh good so yeah, yeah. so I, everyone can kill me show. now yeah yeah, yeah. What? For, like for his acting is just so wonderful on the show. He's never whiny. He's never even when he's pleading for his life. He, there's still something really rational and sensible behind it. It's his his performance is just really wonderful. It's so great to watch him. Well, work. he's an attorney's dream because his language is so precise. Like when he <laughs> they, they stop the trucks and he's like, "Oh, yeah. there's heroin on your trucks." Well, if there is, it's not. It's beyond my personal knowledge. <laughs> great answer. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the perfect thing to say. Uh, really, it's the best <laughs> rhetoric on the show. I love it. Uh, I just hated to watch him get bitch smacked like that. That was hard to watch. Yeah. But uh, speaking <laughs> of that first scene, yeah, I'm wondering how much he's really gonna gather from that interaction because mm. Meyer wasn't supposed to be there. Right. And so being that he was there, I think it's going to add even more. Not only that he had to call Masseria and was put in charge of dealing with kind of being the li- liaison between right. this meeting, but I think it's going to come into uncovering what Eli's doing, what Knox is doing. Yeah, he is seeing that backdoor dealing. Yeah, Exactly. True. He's the eyes that weren't supposed to be there. This is true, Sarah. Very true. Uh, well. Uh, well. Well, okay. So it's it's agreed upon that they're going to be partners. Wink, wink. And did any of you believe that Nucky was going to honor the no. deal and become a... Not for one second. Why? And not just purely... Why? I mean, maybe because I'm the it was skeptic. a good money deal. Why wouldn't he? I mean... I- because he, at that point, too much distaste for Narcisse personally. And I think it actually has more to do with that. Not to be a skeptic, but I am a little bit than even the friendship with Chalky. I buy that a little bit, mostly. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Nucky would ever put friendship with anybody over what was otherwise the sound financial move. I think at this point, Narcisse has gotten out of control in Nucky's world. Yep. Nucky doesn't deal well with people that don't know their place. Narcisse doesn't know his place. Mm-hmm. Right. I, and I agree because Doyle, you know, yep. when we hear about Doyle being, oh, yeah, fine, just kill him. He knows he's yeah. just a Give piece a of crap. Yeah. On top of that, I'm pr- kind of have to probably either reach out to you guys or the fans for this. I believe Nucky has been approached by a heroin deal before. And yes. I think mm-hmm. that so, it was yeah. just as good of terms, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just as good of money, and it was also something he didn't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. So if he's turned it down once mm-hmm. and now you're offering it to him again with people he doesn't like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to believe it. But um, and there's a lot, of, there's a lot more heat. Easy. There's a lot more heat with. Mm-hmm. That's a great point too, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a deal doesn't happen that a deal like that doesn't happen so easy. Uh, heroin is something that's going to bring mm-hmm. much more heat onto them. And I agree that it's to this narcissist mm-hmm. is someone dangerous that you that you don't like with Jip, you don't want to work with Just, him. That's yeah. really more what it's about. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Sam. I love the line that they finally included why he deals heroin though. Where um Narcisse He's mentioned poor, wretched souls. He was like, yep. I'm gonna provide to the wretched souls who are yeah. out there to get it. Because that's been such a confrontation and we've talked about it on here. Mm-hmm. Just like what is going on That's in his, his rationalization. mind for yep. him to actually vocalize it? And to, I felt very like affirmed. One like, of our fans. Yes, I knew that was what he was. And one of our fans mm-hmm. on YouTube, right. uh, I think not the iTunes, but the YouTube page. And, the, and this is my little mm-hmm. quick shout out. Guys, mm-hmm. please keep your comments coming. We love them. They encourage so us. They also mm-hmm. help us a lot, both on YouTube and on iTunes. So please uh, rate us and comment. But one of the comments that I, you know, I read, and I'm, I'm sorry because I should give credit to whoever said it, but... They were saying that um, they were picking this up about 
Narcisse that he he's like no I I want to distribute it and mm-hmm. this is how I want to get rid of the mm-hmm. weak people mm-hmm. so yeah. if if the quote Libyans mm-hmm. that are weak and want drugs well I don't want them part of our race That's get a rid real of them school of thought y'all really That's a real school of thought mm-hmm. yes because wow. there's this notion that and it really comes from slavery that 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 the, 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 the we didn't just get enslaved like the, there there's a thought a thought a school of thought that says that those of us who were enslaved it is due to a weakness. Um, that allowed you to be vulnerable to that captivity. And therefore, now that we are all here and kind of inbred and there's so much theory and, and stuff behind that. But that now how do we basically th- get a Doranism thing where the strongest survive? And that's one way. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's, and, and then it became in the 80s, you know, the crack infestation and things of this nature to rid of the weaker of the race and only the strongest survive. Even in the 80s, there are people that consciously believe that. Some people do, Kevin. I don't know. Wow. I mean, some of the dealers. Yeah. The high, high Because that's dealers. how they justify it yes. in their minds, in their worlds. We wow. hear hip-hop even sometimes talking about this. If you really listen to the lyrical content, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's crazy. 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 Well, we all cringe when Nucky calls the mayor for help. <sighs> Because we're like, no, and sure enough, poor Chalky's at the mercy of two And the real goons. reason I cringed was because Ebony pointed out, she was like, w- earlier after mm-hmm. the shooting, she was like, wait, who was in the car with him? <laughs> yeah. Who was in the car with I was him? like, was that uh, Mayor and Narcisse? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so it was interesting when Nar- Narcisse really pulled the cringe. mayor toward him for a photo. Narcisse, mm-hmm. you know, who, just not a cuddly guy, mm-hmm. but he wanted that photo op and, you know, he wants to be on the side of right. Right. Mm-hmm. And 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 Chuck and Chalky's the thug from the other yeah. side of the tracks, and uh, sure enough, we're all cringing because Chalky's on this ride. But man, Chalky's so sharp. Mm-hmm. Why are we? Aren't we going? It, aren't we supposed to go to Philly? Chalky's you know? sharp, but he's making with the public appearance. He's making so many mistakes because he's been. He, I mean, he's I not too- ready because he's he's growing into his this is new to him i mean come mm-hmm. on even to own a club like mm-hmm. this this is all coming very fast for him true he's all the growing pains mm-hmm. that we see nucky go through he's going through so yeah, yeah he's making those mistakes yeah he wasn't bred for this we have to remember narcisse was bred for yes. this in a different way this is chalky is a self-made man in that sense right very true. different growth process to and he still point. figured it out and you know wait, he wait, survived wait, wait, wait. the ride with with one arm yep well, hold on but narcisse is also a um, self-made man. No, is it's he in, not? in a different way. Narcisse is formally educated. Narcisse comes when he from. He did that. I, I, when he talks to Daughter Maitland about it, about how they left. Um, I can't remember where it was. St. Louis. They left somewhere with nothing, and they raised themselves up all on their own. I thought. P- possibly. I'm not saying he's not self-made, but again, it's just, it's two different worlds. Okay. Uh, you know, he's a formal educated. He's got a doctorate of theology. Mm-hmm. He had, and honestly, we it's not a time to talk about on the show, but there is an element. Of complexion and colorism, and the way you I've know, been like hold, I've been holding my breath, Don't and I'm like, in, maybe Ebony will bring it, it up because yeah. I can't say it. You can't say it. <laughs> you can't say it. But no, it's true, but and it's, and publicly, yeah. that's visually um, a distinction. And and it's that way on television too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so many yeah. of the actresses that and, and and just everybody you see, you're like, you're a variation of of uh, like just lighter skin tones. Absolutely, colorism <laughs> is a huge, it's, huge. 
huge <laughs> thing. And we even see it in the show. Look at Chucky's yeah. wife. Look yeah, at daughter Maitland. We were talking about this. We talking about this before the show. Tell, tell mm-hmm. us more about, uh, shed some more light on this. So you were talking uh, about the yeah. lighter colors of yeah. some of the characters. Absolutely. Um, for many in the community, um, even still, but certainly then, it, it, it uh, in and of itself, your complexion signifies your class status. Mm-hmm. And it also equates to an expectation expectation of education and societal place and and class and class structure and credibility credibility so that's one reason Sarah mm-hmm. that Narcisse regardless maybe he came from nothing but he's seen as more of a mm-hmm. community leader he can be the face of the community in a way that Chalky probably struggles with because he's a lighter complexed educated is, man this is across the board in, in many many, many cultures. cultures yeah like India just, does it yeah. big time yeah. um, Asia, same thing with mm-hmm. South Asia yeah. yeah it's big 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 mm-hmm. colorism is huge um, I of course was qu- so happy that Chalky survives this and I feel as though um, Chalky survives at least this season yeah I was nervous yeah. because, you know again we got some interesting predictions from some of our fans um, you know, talking about the daughter's wedding, which we thought was going to be the big blow up, and mm-hmm. and now we find out that there is not going to be a wedding. The mm-hmm. the do- uh, the uh, the doctor son in law to be the family, you know, mm-hmm. that was again mm-hmm. a more a highly educated, more yep. cu- more affluent, mm-hmm. more cultured. Mm-hmm. They uh, poo pooed this wedding. <laughs> the daughter we know doesn't care mm-hmm. because she didn't want to be in this marriage anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, Chalky did, um, but. I love what they've done with that plot line. I do too. Part. I was just yeah. going to say that I know our fans were predicting this big wedding massacre and then some were predicting that Chalky would perish. I think by Chalky dodging this mm-hmm. uh, bullet, no pun intended, yeah. um, I think he. I think we're good with him for at least this season. My, no? I mean, I don't know how good we are with Chalky. This is what I find interesting is that we have the two father-daughter relationships going on. Mm-hmm. We have Narcisse and Dr. Maitland, and we have Chalky and his daughter. Who Maybell. I'm, right. There we go, Maybell. Mm-hmm. And you, mm. this episode and last episode, you really got the line drawn in between their relationships. Both of their relationships broke. And now they've kind of been, in this, we get a hint that they might be even like kind of switching. A trade. There mm-hmm. is a trade going Ooh. on. And that's dangerous. Like, yeah. daughter Maitland has been what has injured Narcisse the most and Chalky's only really been physically injured we haven't really seen him be directly emotionally affected and if Narcisse he's kind of getting his claws Mm -hmm. and his daughter and what he can do with his power of words and she's an educated girl she Mm -hmm. does desire and she wants more yes she's not satisfied being like a lot of the females on the show, she's really smart and she has ambition. And we mm-hmm. were talking about, even when she looked up mm-hmm. at the window, the office window, um, you guys took it as ambition. I mean, yes, on the nose, it was, hey, his dad up there. But mm-hmm. the subtext was, I'm looking up. That's where I want to be. And there was a level of, she almost did have a glimmer of happiness before going up there. And a place, when she did get up there to rest, it was almost like she was settling in at home. hmm and then, of course, the lights flicker on, and that's where you, we get the glimpse of Narcisse, and then it's her whole world is shaken again. But well, Narcisse, does Narcisse? Uh, it, do you think at all he'll be attracted to her, or is she just simply a pawn that he'll destroy to get to Chalky, or will he take her like he took daughter Maitland? And kind of own her soul and make her fall in love with him, be obsessed with him, that kind of thing, and as the daughter Maitland replacement. 
Could be maybe that something along those lines. I think it's going to be a mixture. Yeah. I think that when people, I think he went down this road, thought he had this perfect product, and then something went wrong. So you go back and you try to do the same thing again, but then you try and alter and add in one other element mm-hmm. to try and change it up. Mm-hmm. And his arrangement with Daughter Maitland was, okay, you can lie with any man in bed, but oh, your, heart, you, is your heart is mine. And that worked for a long time, but it didn't work at the very end. Mm-hmm. So he's going to go back. And I think that there could be some sexual <sighs> tension or moves because... That's what he has to change. Yeah. The education part worked. That creating this beautiful image worked. Right. But he couldn't control her sexuality, which made it fail. So that's what he has to play with. I hope he doesn't because yeah. that's just going to be horrible for Chalky and everyone. Yeah. But yeah. logically, He's gonna, and somebody has to get that's served I think up. where his plan is going to be. I think Maitland's going to go soon. <laughs> I mean, we only had like five measures of singing this episode (laughs) instead of the normal like 30. So if they cut down constantly. (laughs) I will say though, her singing, we got to, we got to be mindful of her song choice this week. Not your standard jazz, sultry blues. It was a, it was a Negro spiritual, uh, which has again, ancestry um, in slavery. And it's something that um, slaves would use to get through these incredibly trying times. Mm -hmm. And, um, certainly significant there this isn't like a historical or probably accurate interpretation of that song because i i don't really know it but are you, are you gonna sing it for us right now can please can you please give us no. your interpretation sorry any singing in your background <laughs> i know you're an actress too but you sing. Uh, yeah i was a trained singer oh. uh sorry I so that's that. very that's, that's cool. not funny anyway um but for me it tied into two things because one we got the spiritual element from mm-hmm. it it also it reminded me a lot of like going to the next line, I think, is like going, going to, to the, the river. river. Yeah. And we've gotten so much this episode about liquids, about waters, about mm-hmm. these. That coffee the stain the on the table. And all this and, and living in a swamp and living near a swamp mm-hmm. and this murk and these, the cleanse that water provides, but also how in this liquid becomes dirty and muddled and foggy. And also on top of that, that the last line, I think at the end of the credits, was um, the silver slippers. Mm, mm-hmm. And obviously that's relation in fairy tales mm. also to like Cinderella and the being Cinderella story. And, yeah. and exactly, and being picked up. And I just thought it was very interesting. I approved of this song choice. I, I did too. Thought. I did too. Can we talk about the three-way between Nucky, Eli, and Willie? The three-way standoff or communion, depending how you look at it. Well, I'm... Can we pop, first pop. give Can we first give Willie a round of applause for like doing his job yeah, really he well? Did. He did. He did. Man. Trying yeah. to save the day. And him saying, you know, what are you, you know, Eli, what are you doing here? And mm-hmm. Nucky saying, yeah, you know, I put him there to watch Bader because I knew this was going to happen, and now I duh, I just saved us and the family. And then you know, Eli says, "Pop, this is what we do." Yep. Mm-hmm. What What st- didn't stun me, but. I I, uh, I didn't know how to take Eli's reaction. So tell me, what was that reaction at the end? I thought he was coming to terms with it. As much as he's fought it so much all season and before, and he wanted him to be this temple graduate boy and take a higher road than he or Nucky ever took, he, I think he's just coming to terms with it. He's just going to go in the family business. It, it was one of my favorite moments of the night mm-hmm. because he just, in, in my mind, his thoughts were... Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I guess it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> it was and, so simple. And you want to be here, so now I have to protect you in this situation. Like, you know what? I I can't. Yeah, it was it was it was a, a just a, a a surrender. Mm-hmm. Like okay, mm-hmm. all right. So now it's the three of us, and now they got to team up on Knox. Yeah. I was going to well, say, do you guys so think this is going to? That's affect? what I was saying. Yeah. Did Knox yes. just go too many steps too far? Mm-hmm. Where he's like, you know what? Okay, now my son's in. I'm not going to be able to get him out anyway. And this other guy is such a mofo uh-huh. that I think we got to put the band back together. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we have to go to Team Thompson uh-huh. and, and and take this guy out. Yep. Exactly. That that was it, – it, it, it was – there was an edge of relief in there, I felt. Mm-hmm. Did, did anybody feel that? Like just a little bit? I would, again, I it, you guys that, are smarter like, than I'm me, so I didn't know what so to feel. so much for like them to conquer mm-hmm. Knox that I'm, mm-hmm. I feel like I might be imposing these thoughts on this, that mm-hmm. this is a peaceful interaction. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like even when we're seeing the little clips of next week, I'm like, well, I could twist that so that yeah. it fits that they're ganging up on him and Eli's no longer a pawn. Yeah, yeah it works. I, I think so. And I think I agree with you, Bethany. I think relief in the sense of now Eli understands you can't save Willie from his destiny. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so the pressure's a little bit off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's going to work well for all of our um, Okay. Yeah. So we're 56 minutes in, you guys. I know. It's very late. <sighs> so it's it's, it's so probably late. past midnight it's now. Um, wh- do we have news and gossip? No. All right. So let's just go to catches <laughs> of the week. Uh, yes. My caucus, my caucus. So these are from last week's episodes, guys, um, which was marriage and hunting, marriage, marriage and marriage hunting. Marriage and hunting. Marriage mm-hmm. and hunting. Um, I'll just talk about a few so, he gave a kudos to the Boardwalk team oh. for, you know, really, and for his meshing history and fiction, specifically with um, O'Banion's murder. They went so far as, historically, O'Banion does go to a handshake that is gripped too far and he's shot by three killers. Mm. Like, that's all, those little details were pulled from history. And then he talks about how the fact that they also, they then... Put um, Mueller Van Alden in the situation and allow history to support a character growth, which mm. is so. He just gave a nod to them. He did talk about how um, historically this there is a five year mob war, um, which leads to the Valentine's Day mas- massacre. I'm not I'm so not trying to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty known historical things. Um, but if you want to know spoilers, you can look up some names. Mm-hmm. There might be there might be some new characters. There might be some new events. Who knows? But it's out there if you guys want to find it. Um, Mike August has found it, so he knows. Mm-hmm. Um, furthermore, in last week's episode, Mueller mentions that Buster, he went to see a Buster Keaton movie, and the title was The Navigator. It's an interesting tie-in because we've had previous episodes um, titled The North Star and The Old Ship of Zion. Mm-hmm. So just the constant... We're also getting more between. movie references. Doyle was talking yep. tonight about The Thief mm-hmm. of Baghdad. Uh, uh Margaret's boss wants to buy the same car that Valentino, Rudolph Valentino, yes. I'm sure he's, he, he's relating to, you know, probably the first movie star or one of them. Mm-hmm. But interesting. Very interesting. And then on top of that connect, inter-episode connection, also talking about Jillian again mentioning ice cream to get herself out. Um, we're talking about where she's on the boardwalk. Yeah. She's just kind of opened up vulnerable. And then she closes down again by asking for an ice cream. Of course, this is a tie-in to the reference of the Melting Sunday, yeah. where he got the glimpse of the fact that she's not all there mm-hmm. or all right. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there was sound effects of a 
church bell when Mueller was being attacked. Just mm-hmm. an interesting reflection, obviously, since he's had such a complicated relationship, I would say, with religion yeah. and with God. So to put that in there, and you know, that's it's great to be in the details. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, he not he talked about you, Kevin, about how you always are talking about Chalky's suits, mm-hmm. but in last week's episode, he referenced that. We're seeing a lot of him wearing white, and it was specifically he was talking about his white hat, and I thought that was very interesting because mm. then in this episode, and I'm sure he'll bring it up, we got to see Chucky really stripped down. I mean, mm-hmm. he was wearing his mm-hmm. white undershirt, and yeah. that points wearing yeah. part of that flag, and it was white, and it was red, red white, and blue. Mm-hmm. And the suit we've talked about so much this season being a representation of their power, mm-hmm. of their effectiveness in the compu- community, yeah. and the fact that he's been so stripped down, I think is going to show that he has to be removed. We kind of saw a glimpse of him being on a porch or in some other place. And it's because Unless you build them down to break to break him down to build, mm-hmm. build him back up. Which means if he comes back, he has to have a really, 2. really, 0. really nice suit. Well, I think so. And I, <laughs> and I also think that where Narcisse and Masseria are representing, and uh, Hoover, are representing the worst of our country. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like this country was supposed to be built on melting pot. Mm-hmm. And so when you have these people who are isolationists, yep. who are um, exclusionary, mm-hmm. um, him wearing the, uh, you know, the, the flag, the flag in, and in um, the war room, right. They're talking about war to me says like, this is what, mm-hmm. you know, America is supposed to be mm-hmm. Opp- opportunity working together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and of course it's going to be bloody and it's going to be torn because that's their version of it. They're gangsters. Mm-hmm. Right. And now they use that on levels. They use it on the level of who Chalky is, who, what's going on, and also on the how Nucky and Chalky are dealing with the situation. Because as they're in that room, as he's wrapped in a flag, they're talking about Nucky not wanting to go to war but having to do it. Yeah. Right. They, they use everything on so many levels. Um, finally, Dr. Narcisse um, talk. Ooh, sorry, guys. Lost in my handwriting. The title of the episode was Marriage and Hunting. It was obviously shown on the sign um, right before Richard gets married. But also it was mentioned and it's seen throughout the entire episode of who's married who, who's hunting who. Mm -hmm. But specifically, Narcisse had a ceremonial hunting spear. So Mm -hmm. not only in language, but also in props. Cool. Just good. And that spear just goes to so Mm -hmm. much natives. I mean, think about, Mm -hmm. you know, um, how how many levels. You know, it's funny with this show. And, and, um, you know, Beth, I know you're you're writing screenplays. Um, Mm -hmm. Sarah, you've been trained, Mm -hmm. you know, USC theater program. And I just, you know, and as a filmmaker, this is going to be one hell of a tough show to write. I mean, think of all the details and the levels. And I think... You know, yeah. uh, I've been really bogged down, as you guys know, shooting a reality yeah. show, and I've got this book due. And so I apologize to our fans for not – I have some friends who work on Boardwalk. Um, oh, in fact, wow. I know some of the producers, and I haven't tapped into it. But I want to know more about the process. I mean, yeah. there have got to be mm-hmm. many – I have to think there have to be many, many minds involved in this. The production design, sure. the direction, the cinematography, the writing – Right. And people I mean, who know. really care because no scene kind of goes. There's no fluff on. scenes. Yeah. yeah. No. Everything has so much meaning. I, I, I'm curious. They, they must have more than one art director, right? Because, it, I mean, Again, how do you, these how are the do questions do, that have to be answered. How do you do the art direction and for although, just one of these? And although I'm like insane <laughs> for Breaking Bad yeah. and, and, you know, Cranston and just that show just, 
you know, revolutionized mm-hmm. to me. I don't think we'll ever see anything like it. The reason that I will say um, this may deserve more credit is because just a little more is because of the amount of characters in this show that they're making work and the amount of the amount of symbolism and elements and just layers, and, I don't, and I don't think layers, and that, layers, right and layers. we're not reaching because some of our fans accuse us that we're reaching hmm. that we're like you know playing like little film students who are digging deeper but there's a lot of that subtext was, that was here a fun one. right yeah that was a fun one that was sweet yeah but you go but you agree right i, mean, I do i was gonna say i'm i'm not the the the, the film kind of story that you guys are in that way but no there's a lot here and just even from a place of um literary reference as well so the writing i mean it it, it speaks the truth yeah. of it i think yeah. i I think that's a perfect example. Yeah. Like they go so far as to add in historical elements. Mm-hmm. Those take a lot of research. Yeah. yeah. That just proves that yeah. all these other little things they're thinking about too. Like yeah. if they're going to go so far and do all this research, yeah. they're going that far on every yeah. level. Maitland could have sang any song tonight. She sang that particular mm-hmm. song for a specific reason because they know where she's going next week mm-hmm. too. And they start that song in a certain place mm-hmm. and they end that song. Yeah. And, and think, of what, been... think of her song choices from Throughout. when we met her right. to mm-hmm. now. Yeah. yeah. You know, now we're a cappella. We're, yeah. you know, we're on plugs. She's down. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, it would have yeah. been very out of place if she was singing happy birthday in that car. <laughs> or, or anything glamorous and, at all. And by the way, yeah, as, the cre- as the credits roll, she's she's again singing. And yeah. I said, uh, you know, Anna, this is just, I don't know. I'm like, who the hell is she sleeping with? How many songs? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm right? rewinding. You okay, that. take Black that woman Sorry. does some well. Kevin's I mean, mad about it. No, I'm just but, Well, I've, on, on this show, I've never seen this, guys. I've never seen this show. It just seems, sometimes it seems gratuitous. She's doing a lot. But, I mean, I... I I think it's because we're going to lose her too. That's my prediction. I think she's going soon, and I think it's you know well, how they kind of like sections? Eddie. I'm sorry. No, okay, I'm, but, I'm if you think of, but if you think of Pat Huerta's character, she yeah. sang that one song that was so quirky mm-hmm. and so peculiar and interesting, mm-hmm. and made that scene so captivating. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we didn't have 20 songs from her. It was just yeah. that one. Yeah, 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 Why yeah. are you looking at me like that? Because I don't know if Pat can sing. But you remember the? I I do I okay, absolutely do, but okay, I don't, I, I don't know if she's yeah. she's more of a uh, performer. Yeah, like, like more vampy like performance art. She's an extra. What is the word I'm looking for? What's it's like what Madonna does? An extro. Help me out here, somebody, anybody. <laughs> I'll come up with it. Yeah, thank you. Oh, an extra. She's oh. an exhibitionist. That's okay. really what pauses. I will she? tell you this much: the actress that plays um, Darda Maitland, her, her name is Great actress, second. by the way. Yeah, and beautiful and she, voice. And she's a singer. I was going to say that's her background. She's okay. from Philadelphia. She's a that she's a singer sense. first and, and foremost. And they found her, and and they like, found her from that, and then they turned her into this role. Yeah. So that probably has something to do with that. This is a reach, but I remember when Maria did One Tree Hill. Um, obviously a very different show, yeah. but a lot of the kids on the, yeah. that show sang okay. and they would have them sing on the show and wow. they had record deals. They created like a little label. They did. So they would sing and then they would, you, they would, you know, right. kind of have, so that's what just, there's so much evolved here that I'm saying, what are the politics? Why is she singing so much? Because somebody thing. has Because they found yeah. her as a singer and she, okay. she was like, they were like, can you act? And she was like, anyway. uh, maybe, but I can sing. If I you can live with it. Maybe, maybe she has a good agent and they wrote it in. I don't know. Also, don't again, know. let me contract. see if I can find out. White, okay, White Horse Pike name is the title of the episode, lastly. And you were saying that. It's, it's the, um, 
I, I believe the road that Chucky was on when they were in, the Jersey. Dri- in Jersey when they're driving away with the, the two policemen. He's like, hey, you missed the exit. And he's like, no. Then they're like, no, no, we're cool. We're not going that way. In my <laughs> mind, it's like a giant fairy tale. I mean, mm. you've got the White Horse Pike, which is a road. Chalky's the knight in shining armor. She's got her silver slippers. And she's mm. Cinderella, and they're off going into the sunset Fucking with smart. their true love. Smart broad. I like it. Yeah, I like um, it. It okay. is kind of <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. <laughs> there we go. Prediction time? Yes. Ooh. Well, I already said, I think we're losing uh, Daughter Maitland. I'm, if not next episode, certainly in the finale. She's gone. Yeah, I'm jumping on that one. Yep. I'm really, really excited mm-hmm. to see whoever owns this house. Oh, the first of all, the actor, Lou Gossip Jr. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Like, like, amazing. Is this, this Chalky's dad? No, I don't think it's Chalky's dad. It could be. I don't think so, though. Um, whoever this is, I'm, I don't know. That maybe a got, mentor or somebody. Something like that. You, I, I love don't think it. you guys, if you guys are not familiar with this man, like, he is a, actually oh, I was, quite familiar. In fact, you know what? I well, know, I know you are familiar. I know, Kevin. and I know yeah. his son. Oh yeah, Satish. So you know what? I'm actually going to see if I can get him on. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I mean, this is like Academy Award winning. Uh, yeah, winning and nominated, and f- he was in Roots, you guys. So no, the, he's the, amazing. He's just semi-retired. He owns experience. a football team yeah. now. He's a businessman. I didn't even know he was still. I mean, oh my well, god, I can't wait. He also, made me uh, so ex- oh. um, narrated the Twelve Years a Slave Audible book. There you go. Yeah, he's so this is deeper Best. for him. So the, the the life he's gonna give whatever character exactly. he's portraying is gonna be outstanding. And we're so. seeing more of the stripping away of mm-hmm. Chalky because now we're going from these beautiful houses to right. this. Rotted old, uh, old, mm-hmm. old beast of a place that, yeah, who knows what it was yeah. in history. We'll, we'll find out. I'm excited for that. And then, Gillian, uh, Gillian and Roy. Uh-huh. By the way, great, some great YouTube comments uh, on that, uh, thinking that Roy, um, is still married. Deeper. That okay. Roy is, the, what he's involved in is, is, it's, that he knows, so the young man she killed. Did you read those, yes. Kevin? Yeah. Some people think yeah. it's that. Other people think that somehow, it's Knox that you know he's he's indirectly working for that you know because why would he get her healthy if it was simply about revenge yeah. kill the bitch yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he needs seriously. to know more yeah. but he's he's he, getting her he strong he's getting her healthy yeah. so yeah. Uh, we'll find out more next week and uh, we see her and Richard have a confrontation mm-hmm. good which uh, you know Richard's not backing out from that mm-hmm. and obviously Nucky and Eli yep and I want to know what's going to happen with Narcisse and Little Maybe. Okay, so so I know we're, we're I know we're rolling out, we're rolling out, we're rolling Sorry. out. But 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 uh, one last question to the table: okay. Do we see now? There's two episodes left to tie up many loose ends. Yeah. Yeah. Does this end in the next two episodes? Do we have any sense of victory where we vanquish a couple of foes, or do we get knocked down more pegs? And is it for next season? You know, do 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 not do not, do not does Narcisse Masseria and Knox come out the big winners after these next two I'm gonna episodes? I'm going to take the I'm going to take number two on that one because they've every the, in the last few seasons they've always killed somebody big off and have left us devastated. I think they're going to cliff leave us with a cliffhanger this time. I don't like cliffhangers. I'm, I'm I don't thinking <laughs> relationship <laughs> resolutions, um, but faux. Open end. So what I say by that is I think that we're going to see some bo- tighter bonds between Chucky and 
daughter Maitland if she sticks around. I think we're going to see Margaret and Nucky at least run into each other or somehow. And then I think we're still going to have these villains who are now going to not only be there, but imposing on these loving relationships or whatever they are. I think daughter Maitland gets knocked off this uh, season. I think Narcisse, Masseria, that all goes on into next season. And Chalky will be changed fundamentally because of daughter Maitland's death. It's going to be completely different next season. Wow. All right. Where do we find you, Ebony? Oh, on Twitter at Ebony underscore K or EbonyKWilliams.com. Love that. And Nothing. you can find me at, at Bethany with an IE at on Twitter, but uh, I, Instagram is more of my medium, so you can find me there yeah. at Bethany. Yeah, Ebony, you need Instagram. I have Instagram, but I'm a talker. I mean, not much to look at, so. Please. Yeah, okay. I stick, I stick to the words. Everyone who's just listening to this recorded, go watch the video <laughs> just, and laugh. Just, just laugh. And unfortunately, Sarah Stratton, you can just write her at After Buzz if you want. You can send me like you snail mail. You can send her some snail mail. I was going to say, yeah. you put it in horse mail. and pony mail. I like, I know how to do calligraphy. Right. That's my You can thing. write us at the After Buzz offices. We have the address, care of Sarah Stratton, because yeah, Sarah is. Uh, I can sew too. And she can sell. This is my. You guys like can do that. your technology. I'll do my pony express my crafts. At Undergaro for me, and uh, I just I don't know. I did Instagram because I I'm at a lot of cool Hollywood events. Yeah, you are. And I'm I'm always creeping and hiding in the background. Why not take some pictures and send them out to everybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look cute on Maria's Instagram too. Which one was that? The one with the dog and the dog's like drink. Uh, you guys have the uh, the dog has the beer in in, in her paw. Oh, Winnie. Yeah, it's so oh, cute. Anyway. All right, you guys, yeah. we love you. And uh, two more episodes. We'll see you next week. Yeah. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Is that possible? Buzz you later, Ed Sarah. Buzz you later. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.